0: Hello, spooky friends! Welcome to another episode of Dairyland Frights, the paranormal podcast that covers everything spooky, creepy, and mysterious in the Midwest. My name is John Blood. I uh, just changed <laughs> that from our last one, uh, uh, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Brooke Blood and <laughs> Megan the Bear Slayer. <laughs> yeah, that's my new name. Yeah, yeah. So, if you guys are wondering, what are you guys talking about? Listen to episode 19, and you'll find out why we said that. And uh, (laughs) Brookblood and Megan the bear slayer, how are you doing? How's everything going? Uh, Pretty good.
1: You know, just, (laughs) I think Megan's been slaying some bears. Actually, did Mm. you know that there was a black bear in Mount Horeb? And then it was actually on the west side of Madison, like a block away from me
2: like last week yeah yeah
1: it was up in someone's tree and just like chilling and like everyone was outside staring at it like and it was so funny the guy like you know wisconsin people like the guy who owned the house was on the news and he was like yeah it was pretty cool you know you know we get turkeys (laughs) but we don't really see bears around here very often (laughs) it was just it was so it was so Wisconsin, but it, it made me laugh, oh, and I thought of you, Megan.
2: Oh, <laughs> thanks. That kind of reminds <laughs> me, you know, like the the Midwesterner. It's like, oh, is it going to be a tornado? We're going to go outside and watch it. Is there a black uh-huh, bear yeah. in your right. backyard? We're going to go outside and watch it.
0: Yeah, the whole yeah, town's we're watch there. A tornado. Oh, look <laughs> at that! Yeah, and the reason that bear was not slayed, thankfully, is because Megan had COVID. So you're welcome, bear.
2: <laughs> he was lucky. Yeah. He was lucky. You're got lucky alive.
0: this time, Bear, but don't try that stuff any other time around. <laughs> uh, so uh, before we begin, though, uh, I wanted to dedicate uh, this episode to my good friend, Scott uh, Mueller, uh, who passed away. He was not only a supporter of this podcast. He was more like a brother to me. I, I love him. I'll miss him. And uh, I look forward to him haunting me. So, uh, <laughs> oh, So Scott. now yeah so yeah, that was tough this week, ladies, to lose a good friend and 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 people out there have lost a good friend. I, I know it's always hard for everyone, but this podcast uh, episode will hopefully make you laugh and hopefully, you know think about the ones you love <laughs> and yeah. uh, so ladies, let's just just get right into this. <clears throat> are you ready to go to the one one of the most haunted, spookiest? creepiest destinations in the Midwest. Ooh. Oh, I should say United States. Maybe even the world. I'm so, so ready. Get, Intrigued. Some extra, get some extra pair of pants and underwear
1: <laughs> because
0: you're going <laughs> we might to poop need ourselves. <laughs> it. You're darn right. So in today's episode <laughs> we're going to be covering The Bachelor's Grove cemetery
2: wow that was a great intro (laughs) i have high expectations for this john
0: yeah oh man i scared myself hold on (laughs) i need to change probably back um (laughs) so (laughs) i have to say uh megan and brooke after doing my research on this um and watching some videos there's a ton of videos on youtube about this uh it's uh bachelor's Grove cemetery is one of the most paranormal hotspots in the world. Uh, I couldn't even keep up with the, uh, really the, all the data and the videos and everything. It's, it's really cool. So let's get right into it. And this is really funny because I'm going to start out and then build up. That's what makes a great movie and a great story. Right? So I'm going to start out with just some regular information and then we will get to the spooky stuff. So, So, uh, So. Bachelors Grove Woods, where this Bachelors Grove Cemetery is, is located just 25 miles outside of Chicago, which I found really strange, and is the Mm. home, like I said, into one of the most haunted cemeteries in the world. So, Bachelors Grove, now, this is nuts. Bachelors Grove Cemetery (laughs) has had reports of well over 100 paranormal experiences Wow. Some of them have been documented. Now, oh, Megan, Megan, and, Megan and Brooke, in our research so far, or just like things we've watched, have you ever heard of over a hundred paranormal experiences in one spot? Anything that off the top of your head? Oh, I don't think so. Except maybe like Paveglia
1: Island or something like mm, that. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah. not, not, in, yeah. not in the Midwest. <laughs> I feel like,
2: you know, like I've heard, you know, lots of activity going on in like penitentiaries and like asylums, Mm -hmm. but to have them be documented is also, you know, a little bit
0: different and cool. So Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So Dairyland Frights is going to do a paranormal visit and research of our own sometime. I promise to you, this to you, my Periscanis and fans of Dairyland Frights, it's <laughs> it's too creepy not to. So, right, Megan and Brooke? We're going to do that someday. We have to. Yeah, yeah I think I'm, the, I'm, I'm down. down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one more thing. Since this episode is setting it in Illinois, the Bears suck. <laughs> go Pack go. Uh, I, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my other podcast, Packers Blitz, um, is about the Packers and, and Bears suck. So on with the terror. <laughs> uh, by the way, like I said, again, we just did something similar to this, but wasn't a cemetery, it was a headstone. So check out Gary Frights episode 19. The lovely Megan uh, did the bleeding headstone at Riverside Cemetery about oh, Kate that was such blood. a good story. Oh yeah. great story. It was really interesting. So I want to start out with a quote. And I think this is really funny. Um, not as scary as I like it to be, but still funny. Um. So, get us a quote from a local resident, uh, Debbie Medina. Medina hopefully, that's, I probably butchered it. She quotes, I have visited many times. However, at Halloween, people are rude, loud, smoking, kids running around. We forget that this is a cemetery and should be respected. I wonder why it's super haunted. They're all ticks, <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Well, kids running around what what are we doing (laughs) yeah playground mcdonald's Uh, play area oh anyway i just thought that was super funny like oh everybody's a halloween or smoking and drinking and hanging out the cemetery just making all the Uh, ghosts mad yeah just making all the ghosts pissed off so this is why part of the reason uh it's really really haunted um so here are my sources believe it or not there is a bachelorsgrove.com cemetery and settlement research center. Oh. Which, oh my gosh. They documented all the paranormal. They've documented all the maps. and like If you want to be a super nerd and find out who owns this place, who built this place, it's right there. Everything. Uh, very cool. Very, very cool. Um, and then Wikipedia it was always fun to use. And then I used Ghost City Tours because obviously they go there um Atlas Obscura I don't know if mm. you, know, oh, are you familiar with that that's Yeah I've used that website like quite said, that. a few times uh-huh. yeah and then ghost walk tours I guess they're different from ghost city tours um haunted illinois only in your state so all of these gave me some really really nice research and some and I could have went on and on and on uh, it's mm-hmm. crazy um and like I said there's so much videos articles we have to revisit this in the future uh, because I, I think one of the things after our investigation, because obviously we're going to have some paranormal craziness that'll probably happen to us. And mm-hmm. uh, what do you guys say, Megan? Maybe we should try to go there in Halloween. <laughs> with Ooh. all the
2: children running around, with I'll all the children, <laughs> <laughs> the children smoking cigarettes,
0: children smoking cigarettes. We want to be cool
2: cats like them
0: yeah yes well i'll sit there and smoke candy cigarettes and look like we're cool (laughs) so sounds good to me yes so the history of bachelor's grove so bachelor's grove is in um megan or brooke can you help me out with this is located
1: midlothian midlothian it looks like never heard of that
0: megan yeah no i haven't heard of that
2: one
0: illinois as of the 2020 census, the population was a little over 14,000. So it's not a small place. It's an all right place. But this is super hilarious. So what they're known for is the Cook County Forest Preserve, Middle Lothian. Sounds like something out of Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> Meadows <laughs> and, and home of the Belly Button Hill. It's a sledding Whoa. hill. Oh. Yes. Uh. And uh, they said it's at 150th and Kilbourne. Uh, You people in Illinois, please tell me where this is, because, again, I'm I'm from Wisconsin. I have no idea what they're talking about. Um, And it also is home to Natalie Creek and the Midlothian Creek. So it's basically a place where you do nice nature walks, right? Nice. Um, So it sounds really nice, but, ladies, it isn't.
2: (laughs) It's pretty (laughs) spooky.
0: So this is really interesting. This is kind of lame, but we got to start with the lame and build up. So, in the early 1820s, the area was known as Bachelor's Grove. Uh, and now, now, it's funny that they say now Bachelor's Grove was settled in by the English, Irish, and Scottish immigrants. So, it's okay. So, basically, they settled this area. Why? They didn't really say. Um, and then the cemetery is relatively mundane, it's just where the Bachelors were buried, <laughs> so oh, these guys who didn't get oh. married were buried in the cemetery. So I'm like, that's okay, funny. What?
2: Yeah, that is interesting. Well, like they need to have a special right. place.
0: Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of like I have a man cave. I don't know if your husbands have man caves or whatever. Where, and let's say an area they go that no girls allowed, kind of thing. <laughs> like, yeah. What? what is this? So, fourth so grade. Yeah, like <laughs> right, a bunch of dudes settled in an area caught at bachelor's grove and they have their own cemetery for bachelors i went oh (laughs) good for you that doesn't sound spooky at all but it is so what's really (laughs) interesting is it like i said it's a heavily wooded area that had several pioneer settlements um but one of the things they said here was this gentleman named mr stephen rexford settled this area uh well they actually he didn't there was like a post office before there and there's all these different things associated with it and they have all these different ways it belongs to cook county it's a really strange thing because like some people claim it some people don't it was it was really interesting and the thing is about bachelor's grove it is an inactive cemetery mean mm-hmm. no one's buried there anymore you cannot okay. be there okay and <laughs> this is this is great too um and it's one of the oldest cemeteries for all you nerds out there uh <laughs> in south cook county so it's an old cemetery you can't be buried there it's in the middle of the woods next to a forest preserve okay so you're kind of getting with the vibe of it so it's kind of like getting the vibe like yeah that. uh you know if you go out into like a school woods and then yeah 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 so and the other yeah. thing is the cross from which i thought was really funny Across from this Rubio Woods Forest Preserve. Uh, so it's like basically a bunch of woods in a cemetery just plopped in right in the middle of a forest preserve. So, hmm. <laughs> interesting. So I just thought that was just really interesting. One of the things um, they did have to move, this is probably adds to the scariness. So, they did um, one of the things here, they had like a turnpike and stuff. Around the old Mithrafian Turnpike. I love that, by the way. Um, now, it has been closed yeah, to traffic cool. since the 1960s, and you'll find out why it's been closed. Um, so, this, like I said, the cemetery is isolated location, and unfortunately, it's been vandalized a lot, which we'll get mm-hmm. into. The recent years com- uh, compelled some families to move their uncles or whoever, their bachelors, <laughs> to another cemetery, but they <laughs> kept the headstone. So it's, uh-huh. right? So you get moved. So imagine you're a bachelor. You're probably already cranky, kind of grumpy. And then somebody digs <laughs> up your body <laughs> and moves you. You're probably going to be Man, like, you know what? Like I I'm going to haunt rest. somebody's butt because I'm really mad. I'm like, yeah, I can't rest. <laughs> um, so one of the things they talk about, too, is they kind of made some changes and stuff. But ever this goes back to the 1880s. So, like I said, there was this gentleman uh, named John Fulton Jr., too. He had uh, – I love this. I've never heard of this word. And, again, I'm a mush mouse, so please help me with it. Have erected a new Cento Tap or a memorial? Is that Cento Tap? guys Help me with that. Is that am I, I right th- on that? I think so. C-O-N-T-A-P-H? Cento Tap? <laughs> I've never yeah.
1: heard of that
0: before. <laughs> me neither. We will go with that. And then um, – Neither have I, but it's, it means memorial. And then other family members, um, they moved to like uh, Zion Lutheran Cemetery in Tinley Park. Again, I don't know what these people are talking about. I'm not from Illinois. So dairylandfrights at gmail.com, please like send us some information so we can kind of get a better idea. And like I said, they left the original uh, markers there. So again, you kind of get the, the feel of it. It's been vandalized. It's a bunch of angry, cranky, bachelors it's in the middle of the woods <laughs> isolated and no longer uh people are buried there so we are basically making a horror movie right <laughs> like middle of the mm-hmm. woods it's, it's isolated scary bachelors are, are angry right <laughs> <laughs> yeah sounds like a good so, time to me uh yeah I mean, it's a horror movie right it, it, it's a horror movie brooke i mean come on How can you not make this a horror movie? Yeah, (laughs) It sounds like it should be. Yeah. Yeah, We're going to get rich off this idea. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, One of the things, too, is I was reading this. um, To give us a better idea of what you're getting getting ourselves into, uh, um, Erin Davidson, uh, she's a woman, I believe, if I'm correct in this, she wrote a uh, kind of review of the Haunted Bachelor's Grove Cemetery in Mythodion, Illinois, and this is pretty good. It probably giving you a better idea than I previously explained. Other than it's isolated, it's done by a bunch of old guys. It's not no longer in use. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to read this from. This is from her. From her quote. So swallowed by a forest preserve inside southwestern Cook County. Bachelor's Grove is on one acre burial ground with a worldwide reputation, again, for being one of the haunted places in, the, in America. Some call it the most haunted cemetery in the world. Uh, able um, Now, this is my favorite part. Able to be located only by a footpath that is only open to the public during daylight hours. I forgot that. You cannot go in this park after nightfall. Now, you understandable, can, but they don't recommend it, yeah so, <laughs> again, I didn't realize it was only... turn... that's
1: I didn't realize that it was only one acre that's uh that's like small i didn't i for some reason, I was like, oh, a uh, cemetery near Chicago It's probably gigantic, but that's
0: tiny no, yeah, isn't that cool? so that even again horror movie, right? This is a small cemetery. Yeah. You gotta access it by a footpath, you know. You don't know what's coming to get you. Um yeah. <laughs> and it's again Might been be a favorite in for us. Just go on YouTube. You'll see it. there oh hell yeah, there's cryptid in those woods. Uh hunters, <laughs> uh, paranormal hunters like to go through there. I almost said hunters. Hopefully there's no hunters going through there. Uh, and then the for, but again, this has been abandoned for decades and it's falling into disrepair so again let's let's circle back isolated in the middle of the woods (laughs) don't go there after night been vandalized angry cranky bachelors are you scared megan you should be you're not (laughs) (laughs) i yeah i'm already on my second pair of pants
2: (laughs) 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 i am so scared
0: john brooke Brooke, are you oh, yeah. scared? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. starting to get scared, right?
1: I'm I'm definitely I'm I'm starting to get scared. Right.
0: Yeah, we're getting Good. there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's roughly hundred yards down the footpath, which like I said, used to be a main road to a turn of the 20th century. So like it was near like a road. I mean, it's just all this is like crazy. Um, and then they say it's uh, the <laughs> the cemetery surrounded by a tall chain link fence that once no longer had barbed wire on top to keep people out. And it's, Mm -hmm. trust me, look at the videos, spooky as heck, it's this rusty, you can see where people have just busted through the chain link fence, on this small cemetery in the middle of the woods. There's some pretty, pretty cool videos you can check out of people well seeing some things that I'll get into later here. So this is, makes me laugh too. Supposedly, currently well maintained by the park district, which keeps the grass mowed and the garbage cans available to the public. But vandals still manage to leave their mark on a place, uh, a place is featured, you know, where they send different books and and all this stuff, like I've uh said already. So, <laughs> now let's think about this your job, Brooke. I'm going to pick on you, Brooke. You need to mow the lawn <laughs> in this cemetery. What do you think? You are you gonna do it? Probably, because you're spooky. Yeah. How would you it. like doing yeah. that? Mowing the lawn at the cemetery. I, okay.
1: I think it sounds kind of fun. I, Megan,
0: I'm into would it. Would you do it? Mow this lawn in this spooky cemetery? How, hey. how
1: much are
2: we talking per hour, John? Megan, what like, do you think? The the money's got to be there. But at the same time, I feel like get- the spirits there would be like, oh, wow. Brooke's a cool girl. Like, I vibe <laughs> with her. I don't know about me, though. Like, I feel this like Megan's going to pee her
0: pants. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's scare her.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> so this is what we're going to do. We're all going to put job applications into Cook County and Brooke and mow the lawn. I'll empty the garbage. Ooh, okay. Uh, and Megan, you can like, sp- you, you can like help us out with raking and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Give me the easy stuff. So that Sounds good. There you go. Picking up all the trash. We'll have to clean up the vandal stuff. Um, but this is where we start to get into spooky stuff. And all of these are just a brief glimpse into what people have seen. The first one is phantom houses. So there are no houses. Ooh, I've by never the way, heard of that before. In the woods left, which is crazy. That again, like I said, this was a settlement, so people did live there. Okay, and the, again, like I said, this is their cemetery for these bachelors. Um, so again, no houses in the area, but the many legends speak of phantom homes that randomly appear in the woods off the path and along the creek that runs Mm. through the forest, artifacts such as uh, pottery, foundation stones, and other remnants of pioneer life have been found all over these grounds. So you are checking all my boxes. I'd love, I mean, this this gives better (laughs) and better for me because I'm a nerd when it comes to all that. Um, But shooting out, or excuse me, sticking out from the creek below, uh, the, the trail past the cemetery, is as a set excuse me a foundation stones that can be seen so imagine you're walking around and you're just seeing remnants of life kind of like you know if you watch any of those zombie shows where all these places have been destroyed and you're in this crazy stuff so again horror movie you got to do that um one of the things too is balls of light that have followed (laughs) this is i love this explorers through the woods especially at night sometimes there are flashlights <laughs> of police officers ha! looking De-bonked. to enforce the park's closing hours and prevent vandalism but i will mm. get to a couple that we might have to maybe have to say they're bunked um so anyway <laughs> one of the things too they're headlights sometimes other times they remain unexplored so this Aaron said, be careful exploring the woods uh, behind the cemetery. Even though they are like regular trails, this is awesome. They are unreliable and the woods are very thick. And she said, my photographer, and I quote, my photographer and I were separated by 10 feet and couldn't see each other. And many locals Mm -hmm. report getting disoriented, turned around and lost in the woods for hours. So, oh, the ghosts don't want what do you there. Think? So, they're 10 feet away. Yeah. So, imagine that. So, you know, just imagine just in your room or wherever you're we're recording this podcast. So, I'm looking at my wall that is 10 feet from me right now. Imagine I couldn't see you or Brooke or, or Megan. I couldn't see you guys, but you're right there. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just wandering around mm-hmm. and you couldn't see me right Mm -hmm. i'd be panicking
2: (laughs) for sure at at
0: night yeah at at night it's worse you know again i read stories where people they just wandered and round around and round in the woods for hours and people had to call police (laughs) to come and get them oh really they they have a rescue crew out there to get them yeah that is pretty crazy wow it's like wait wait a minute john you just told me it's 25 miles from Chicago. It's in a forest preserve. A lot of people go there, you know, it's well known and people get lost in it. I'm like, yes. So that's the first spooky thing. You're lost by yourself in these woods, surrounded by angry bachelors and I'm getting (laughs) more, this makes it worse. So there's a pond behind here. Okay. And in this pond, it is, according to this, Erin again, it's directly beyond the cemetery, accessible by a hole in the fence. <laughs> so she's, you know, obviously, I've <laughs> gone through there. Um, <laughs> this is hilarious. It's it, it never seems to stay repaired, she said, with the fence. Because again, like, remember the park crew goes through there trying to fix it. And there's a cesspool <laughs> drainage pond what? for the nearby sewer system right behind this. And the pond sits oh. off this Ridgeland Road, a common highway used by prohibition gangsters to escape the city. And local legend says <laughs> this particular pond was a favorite body dumping ground by the oh, no. South Side gangs. Interesting. God, so, where hasn't pond, this gangster been? Jeez, right? <laughs> has. Uh, supposedly the legend is hundreds of bodies in this murky blood i won't say s covered or s ridden pond so here's what people have said when they've been near this um that they have heavy feelings while standing on the muddy shore of the algae overgrown pond other common reports include hearing large splashes, but seeing no ripples or evidence that, that something heavy has been dropped in the water. Ooh, she says, damn. and I quote, having hmm. stood there several times, I never heard anything amiss. However, this is great. The pond undeniably smells like death. Then again, oh. it is a <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's fair. So it, it's not going to smell good either way. There's also there's also reports of the serial killer John Wayne Gacy, who was who lived near there, dumped his bodies in there too. Some of them, also other serial killers have used this <sighs> as a dumping ground. So were they like talking with each other this, like, "Oh, ah, here's in the, the best place." <laughs> <laughs> mm. Hey. Capone used to use this place. Hey, come on, let's let's bring this person that we killed and maimed and destroyed and. Bull, <gasps> uh, right? <laughs> How? Ugh. I just get the creeps just mm-hmm. thinking about it. I mean, just just. Ugh. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. So that's gonna be interesting, and I'd love to see that. So, the other thing is, and this is always sad: is a, an infant daughter she's one of the most well-known graves in bachelor's grove now you said wait a minute john you just told me it's for bachelors what is the infant daughter doing in there there were near the end the bachelors i guess were like okay everybody can be in this they opened it up uh and it was done and she was, there was this baby girl she died mysteriously in the early 1900s Uh, And visitors to the cemetery often leave trinkets and small uh, toys on her headstone. There are plenty of pictures. It's super creepy. People put dolls, and then the elements destroy these dolls. And these dolls look like they have their eyes pulled out and, (laughs) like, you know, animals are chewing on them. So they look like these. (sighs) Right. You can imagine what they look like. And uh, one of the things is photographs of her grave often include orbs. Such as the two we managed to capture, and she has some pictures that I I will send or um, email to you, uh, Megan and Brooke. We we can see if we can put this on Instagram. Uh, It's pretty, pretty interesting. And then sometimes legends say a baby can be heard crying in the cemetery in the early morning hours, just before dawn. So, so now that would be really creepy. Brooke, I'm setting it for you. Yeah, so you got you're out there in the early. I say, I take that back. We're all there in the early morning hours, and uh, (laughs) Megan, you're by the cesspool by the dead bodies. No, I'm by Brooke and I are by the by the grave. You're by yourself, Megan. Just suck it up, will you? (laughs) Oh damn it!
2: Brooke and I by the
0: grave, and then all all of (laughs) us. You brought it on yourself. You're tough. (laughs) um uh, anyway so <laughs> and then brooke and, and i are in the cemetery and doing some work and we hear a baby crying and you come running megan and go did you hear that There's a baby crying now don't tell me <laughs> we wouldn't be a little scared come on let's be honest right brooke what, would you be scared Oh yes, sure. a little bit freaked out now <laughs> I like a- would def I'm always freaked out when
1: there is babies crying so yeah in the middle of the woods like okay mm-hmm. yeah very creepy
0: one of the most well known graves in bachelor's grove is that of a baby girl who died mysteriously in the early 1900s uh, visitors Ooh. to the cemetery often leave trinkets and small toys on their on her headstone so photographs of her grave that you can see out here uh, kind of like really show you some of the goofy stuff that people put on there and some of the dolls that kind of turn or look evil to me uh after the elements get above them (laughs) so some legends say a baby can be heard crying in the cemetery in the early morning hours just before dawn so mm, crazy so madonna not that madonna by the way and the (laughs) white lady um She's the legend of of the Madonna of Bachelor's Grove can be very confusing. Um, So the original definition of the phrases of Madonna of Bachelor's Grove and white lady is given to an apparition of a woman in a white dress that is reported as wandering aimlessly throughout the cemetery while occasionally holding a baby in her arms. Ah. Uh, the most popular aspect of the legend is that you can only see the woman and baby together on moonlit nights, mm. specifically when there's a full moon. So, based upon widespread use of these phrases in books and elsewhere, um, some of these sighting, sightings, excuse me, Uh, that the phrases hold, most of them have an historical meaning. So even though witnesses have reported the white lady as a woman in a white dress walking throughout the cemetery, it has also been reported without a baby in her arms. So there's two different reports here. Um, Hmm. Removing the baby from the sighting occasionally leads to confusion, uh, where the legend evolves into the white lady occasionally looking for her missing baby, and she appears again, walking aimlessly throughout the cemetery, looking for her baby, and many confuse and complicate the story of the Madonna and the White Lady. So there's there's just kind of two different oh. people, basically what they're looking at. Um, right. And this really fun. The funny thing is, it becomes more confusing with the legend of the White Lady because it's clouded by references to multiple reports of a humanoid-type apparition. And one of the things, and there's a picture down at the bottom of this that I put on my outline that you both can look at, is a prime example in this case of a famous photograph captured in 1991 by Judy, or yeah, Judy Bytes, former member of the Ghost Research Society in Oaklawn, Illinois. The image is reported as capturing an apparition of a woman sitting on the base of a headstone during daylight Utilizing black and white infrared film. So, if you look huh. at this picture, it's pretty convincing. Um, and you see this lady or an outline of a lady look like she's sitting in a headstone. Again, the stories vary where she uh, uh, lost her baby or is holding her baby that died. But basically, it comes down to she's wandering aimlessly <laughs> throughout. And you can see this figure, huh. which is again spooky so yeah uh, one of the other things is the ghost caretaker so i always love mm. the, the, the the most fun mm-hmm. so legend has it there's a the caretaker that went crazy and murdered his family we <laughs> always do when they went crazy no. um we had that, yeah yeah so there are variations <laughs> again to the story that includes how they were killed how he killed his family And afterward, the caretaker is said to have taken his own life inside one of the phantom houses that I talked about in which his death was also carried out in different ways. But ultimately, the house is burned down and with all of them inside it. So basically, the caretaker went crazy, murdered his family, burned down the house. (laughs) Yeah, nothing good (sighs) is going to come out of this. So here's one though, of the creepy ghost caretaker stories that I found. Uh, and it describes two male college students who park on the once popular but now defunct 130, uh, 143 3rd Street off the next, near the pond, which again, the pond, the cesspool actually of dead bodies at the bottom of it. <laughs> <laughs> Love oh, <man>. it. More <laughs> spookiness. Um, so they said that they they proceeded to walk south on the narrow path into the cemetery. Uh, And they came along a man in his early, mid-70s walking towards them. And the elderly man is described as carrying a clear globe lantern, emanating a yellow-orange light, and begins to yell at the students as he gets closer. So Uh (laughs) the students eventually call, I don't know how they did this, the, the students eventually calm the man down and let him know that they are just visiting due to the stories and the blue light and disappearing house. Becoming agitated again, this caretaker states the blue light does not exist. He continues to tell hmm. them that the house is very much real and that it's his house, basically. And he also mentions he is the caretaker. So they're having this conversation with this 70-year-old man in the middle of the night or whatever it is. with holding a lantern and then the old man ends up telling them to go see the house for themselves and follows behind and they follow behind them on a path going towards it while on the path the light from the lantern goes out and both students turn around to see the man has disappeared and (laughs) there was no mention as if they found the house or whatever they found but basically they got the heck out of Dodge so, oh, fought, yeah, no they this, yeah, this old man is walking along and they're following him and uh, then all of a sudden he's gone. So, but they had That's a crazy. conversation with them. Yeah. See, they, they claim they have this conversation. with, him. And there's many, many, many stories of people having conversations with a pertanked, old, grumpy guy uh, <laughs> talking to him, saying, this is, hey, I'm taking care of this land. You guys need to leave right um, and there's some videos supposedly of catching this caretaker on um video so so here's another one and if you like horses i'm sorry and farmers oh no matter. so there's a story of this one farmer and his horse that can be traced back to um a researcher called dale kazmeric uh he's the president of the ghost research society and again Oakland, illinois uh, and the sighting first was printed in the edition of, a get this, 1982 Ghost Research Society Ghost Tracker's newsletter, as well as it was televised during the NBC5 Chicago broadcast in which Kazmieric was a guest. And legend states that in the 1870s, a farmer and his horse were plowing land when, for some unknown reason, the horse ran into the pond. Yes, that same pond with the dead bodies. The <gasps> no! Circle. Adjacent to the cemetery, pulling the in the farmer and plow, resulting in their death. So, the usual theory is that the horse was startled, which turned uh, in the cause by calamity. And then there was no witnesses around to see this, obviously, but I wish there was because it'd it'd be terrible. But so it's uncertain to what truly happened. So, nobody knows what truly happened. The horse just took off. Uh, it also said that the combination of the weight and the plow, the farmer not knowing how to swim, so learn how to swim, people, <laughs> led to their death. So,
2: Aww.
0: yeah. So during the late 1970s, Dale Casmerick interviewed a couple of Cook County Forest Preserve officers, which I didn't even know there was such a thing, but there is. Um, and they, research, they asked the rangers, you know, what have they seen? And they both claimed to have witnessed an apparition of a farmer. And a horse and plow crossing one forty third, one hundred forty third Street. So they've seen hmm. this, and they said as they were driving east on one forty third Street, one hundred forty third Street, at the night the amber apparition came from out of the pond, heading north, crossed the street, which rapidly, while rapidly passing in front of their headlights, and disappeared into what is now called. Rubio Woods Forest Preserve. So this is in a book, uh, 1980 book, uh, True Tales of the Unknown. And the uninvited mentions that they they watch the apparition disappear from view as they approach the Midlothian Turnpike. So I love that Midlothian Turnpike. So <laughs> imagine you're driving down the road and this farmer and this horse apparition come right in front of you and then disappear on this turnpike. Right. Oh man, Scary. that would be crazy. So, yeah. So, blue light. So we talked about lights, and we debunked it as you know people driving in and and cops looking for vandals, but this is really interesting. So the origin of the blue light is often said as having come from a sighting that took place in 1970 by Jack Hermansky of Illinois. He described a blue light from this from within the cemetery that it grew as large as a basketball, <laughs> blinked in 10 to 20 second intervals, and rapidly changed positions. He also reported the light on at least two different occasions. So imagine this hmm. light, it grows the size of a basketball, blinks in and out, and then gone. And yeah, again, if, you know, what, What's going on with that, uh, which is always fascinating. So. A Southtown econ- economist newspaper from the 1990s quoted research Richard Crow of Illinois saying that in the 1960s, there was reports of a blue ghost light there. Given the long-term research efforts excuse me, by Crow, this would indicate that a blue light had been reported before 1970. So, hmm. signings have placed this light moving up and down the old Mithyllian <laughs> turnpike, of the cemetery as well as moving among the headstones. On rare occasions, the light has been accused of pushing people to the ground, what? even though that they have been no clear indications of any close physical contact. Various references describe the light as being about the size of a softball, a pool ball, like a beach ball. I think they're saying a small basketball or basketball. So this mm-hmm. light has been known to be physical with people. And <laughs> uh, Interesting, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i never uh, heard that before. The next, yeah, yeah, and now there's a red light. <laughs> oh, so okay. Goes back to 1984, and the first known sighting comes from an overnight investigation of, <laughs> of the cemetery, which we're going to do, by the way, conducted by researcher <laughs> Normal uh, Basile of Illinois, and the earliest written record can be found in 1984, Chicago Sun-Times, the Chicago Sun-Times article, where Basil is quoted, I've seen streaking red lights, which is about the sighting of a yellow humanoid apparition. So this is what he claims. During the summer of 1984, at 10 p.m., Basile and one of his associates were attempting an overnight camping excursion within the cemetery. Uh, That sounds like fun, Um, (laughs) after a few (laughs) hours. After their arrival, his associate witnessed a yellow apparition near some trees. A moment later, they both witnessed red streaking lights and watched in disbelief as a single tree began to <laughs> shake frantically. Oh, boy. Out of fear, the associate gathered their equipment and they both left. <laughs>
1: that sounds
0: terrifying. That would be right.
2: crazy to see.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So, now I know you both love dogs. So here's some of your favorites. <laughs> There's a phantom dog. So the All legend right, of the phantom going. dog can be traced as far back as the late 1980s. So again, it's not that far, you know, when you're thinking about it. 1800s far, but 1980s, not too far. So the first thing is said to have occurred while two young men were visiting the cemetery. As one of them was walking around inside, he witnessed the strange flickering lights within the flora, so those lights again. According to witness, he could not find an explanation for the light and that no object in the area could have caused a reflection of some sort. Upon turning around, never turn around, they witnessed the backside of a black dog and <laughs> it faded away whilst be, while what is being described as yes. so uh-huh. we have a black dog. It's named Minnie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first written accord of the, uh, record of the uh, above sighting can be found in a 1989 book, True Tales of the Unknown, which I kind of already mentioned, The Uninvited. Nearly a decade Ooh. later, the 1990 book Haunted Illinois by Troy Taylor states that around 1998, so this is about a decade later, had received yeah. several reports of some sort of supernatural animal along the road to Bachelor's Grove. He also went on to state that all the witnesses claim he has seen a very large black dog near the entrance to the road. The dog always vanishes when approached normally right before the eyes of the witness. So, Megan and Brooke, you love dogs. Your (laughs) job when we do this investigation is the dog to come to you (laughs) and then he will be the official Mascot or pet of land Frights. What do you think?
2: Ah, oh, yeah. I love that. That's a good idea. Yeah.
1: I think that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah. if it's like if I'm gonna be haunted, it might as well be by a dog.
0: I'm I'm cool yeah. with
1: that. I'd be cool with that
0: too. Our own <laughs> ghost dog. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Uh nobody has that by the way. Not even sack baggins. Anyway. Um <laughs> so. Take this that. is only, only a really, a, like I said, I have just a tiny portion, Megan Brooke, of the stories. So like I said, I think Halloween, we should revisit Bachelor's Grove, whether we go there or just do a redo, a reboot. Um, so one of the things, I want you guys to ask us some thoughts here. Um, I have a new show. I want to redo the show The Bachelor. So if you, you guys watch The Bachelor, <laughs> Bachelorette? Or, yeah um, no john no.
1: okay <laughs> i watch it well, well, uh, i've watched like two seasons and okay and uh, not anything past that
0: <laughs> here, here's here's my pitch let's find some of your single friends i don't have any single friends but i guess i could find some and what <laughs> we're going to do we're going to take them to bachelor's grove cemetery and film the bachelor our version of the bachelor there what do you think <laughs> nice
1: I think that is a great
0: idea. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That'd be cute. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, uh, remember to check out, <laughs> remember to check out a Dairyland Frights episode, like I said, teen, the bleeding headstone of Riverside Cemetery, about eight blood. So, scared now, blue lights, cemetery, <laughs> cesspool, dead people. Hey, what and do say, spooky right? Spooky dogs. First we first love here. it. Yeah, it's got <laughs> and, it all going on. well I forgot about the- spooky <laughs> It's got it all, right? So, <laughs> on our next episode, Megan is going to take us on a trip to Galena, one of the most haunted towns in Illinois. So, tell me a little bit more.
2: Oh my goodness. I'm sure, you know, if you've been to Galena, you're familiar with the DeSoto House Hotel. It's very haunted. There's many stories that I'm going to cover. The biggest one is this lady in black who can be seen, you know, full body apparition moving about the hotel. And she just vanishes into the walls. But there's been other ghosts seen, not just at the DeSoto, but throughout Galena. So I'm going to talk about all different stories from Galena. I've got some great um places
1: that you can visit yourself, and it's gonna be a great episode.
0: Awesome. I'm excited. Awesome. Yes, that sounds great. So tell your ghosts we said hi. Please don't vandalize cemeteries. Not cool, dude. All right. <laughs> uh and re- remember to remember to hit subscribe and Apple Spotify, or wherever you listen to Dairyland Frights, and rate us five stars so we can continue to have fun and give you more scary stories. And stay spooky. So great story. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Galena, Illinois, uh, and the Lady in Black. So awesome. It will be spooky. Right. So, all right. So cool. Everybody stay spooky. And we will talk to you next episode. Yeah. See you next week. Perfect.